0: Today's show is sponsored by our friends at Orca Coolers. Make this summer the coolest summer ever with Orca Coolers. They have something for everyone with American-made, lifetime-guaranteed hardside coolers to stainless steel whiskey-barreled tumblers for an elevated drinking experience. And I have to tell you, you would be the envy of anyone in your neighborhood. I just went camping. These coolers keep your ice brand new for days. I mean, I got ice in the cooler before I left. It still looked the same four days later when I was on my way home this stuff is awesome I love those whiskey barrel tumblers they're great by the fire they are great with a barbecue use code DADSEASON. that's d-a-d-s-e-a-s-o-n for 20% off your order that's anything that is the tumbler, that is the core, that's the accessories, that's the clothes, whatever you want, go to orcacores.com for all of life's adventures. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at distilleryproducts.com. I could talk about this forever. You already know the drill. If you need awesome laser edge glassware at wholesale prices and you are a bourbon group, you are a store, you're a distillery, you gotta talk to the folks at distilleryproducts.com. Reach out to me. I would be happy to get you in touch with them. They have amazing prices and do amazing work at distilleryproducts.com. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at action247.com. You want action? Get in on the action with Tennessee's Only Sportsbook by Tennesseans for Tennesseans. And if you use code DADS100, they will match up to $400 of your first deposit. There's a lot going on this week. The Preds are out of the playoffs, but the Grizz are still in the NBA playoffs. And if you haven't noticed, Action 247 is always boosting. The local teams to win these boosts can be found under the actions action tab in the app on the website. The college baseball regionals are also this weekend. There's NBA playoff insurance and NBA player props. Don't forget to go to action247.com and use code DADS100. All right, Zeke, I apologize because I had every intention of catching us up this week and i failed royally because my daughter broke her collarbone
1: you know i feel like this is probably you know the the first of a you know what should be a a somewhat well documented saga <laughs> just uh you know being around you enough over the the last few years seeing you damn near break countless bottles in stores and other places and being compared to something between a, a bull in a china shop and Wreck It Ralph. And, you know, I, I think we ought to just do some kind of, um, you know, documentary or evidence or whatever and just call it uh, Growing Up Edwards.
0: What I will say For the
1: is, a kid, though, because I, I think there's going to be, you know, not wish any harm, obviously, but. Th- I don't think this is going to be the first broken bone or like random little incident that, you know, we get to brush off and laugh about
0: later. A hundred percent, not a hundred percent, not what I will say is that i have broke many bones in my life i've had you know football injuries that have needed surgeries i've had tons of broken bones growing up i broke my hands more times i can count i have never broken a collarbone come to find out that my wife's side of the family there's like six people that have all broken their collarbone on her side this one i'm not claiming is an edwards injury
1: we'll save all the the long details with that many people, but did they have legit injuries or was it, did they also have Edwards-esque moves? Cause the kid definitely pulled an Edwards-esque move. I feel like.
0: No, I mean, this was her side of the family. So what happened was real quick, this is going to be a longer cold open than we would have <laughs> normally wow. done, but this is very relevant. It's been what has been encompassing my life the past few days so my daughter was riding her bike she's five years old she still has training wheels and she was starting to go down hills now i had practiced on a very small driveway with her we went halfway up the driveway then she went down then she was able to go the full way down the driveway and she's still kind of figuring out like how to ride a bike right like she's got the training wheels on we take her out when we can we should probably take her out more i'm kind of outside watching them kind of but they're playing so it's not like i'm hovering over like a helicopter parent but i'm like letting her play outside next thing you know she went down the big hill I see her coming to the bottom of the hill and then I see her proceed to flip over the front of her handlebars and then she had kind of turned and like tucked and rolled as she was going down. So she got a whole bunch of road rash on like her right upper shoulder and back and she broke her collarbone the thing that was getting me i know my neighbors aren't gonna listen to the dad drinking bourbon podcast but like i'm carrying her and i'm carrying the bike up the hill and all my neighbors are like she's screaming right like she's screaming in my ear i'm like it's okay baby it's okay baby and my neighbors are like put the bike down i'm like don't you know i earn my booze i can carry the bike and the kid <laughs>
1: The only time I had anything similar once, Charleston took out a mailbox post and he and I were both on bikes. So I I had to leave mine and carry him and the bike. It's always super awkward, you know, seeing the parents when you pass by because they're like staring at
0: you. Like you're a terrible parent. I'm like, I could carry the bike of the kid. Like I'm not neglecting the kid by carrying the bike too.
1: Well, either way, you know, they stare at you and and some are like, Oh, and some are like, Oh, what'd he do? And some are just, you know, then inevitably you get the, Are they okay? No, man, they did. I'm just carrying them over here. and going to dig a hole in a minute, son. Can't you hear them yelling? Damn right, they're okay. They wouldn't be yelling if they weren't okay.
0: Well, the thing that kills me is like they're trying to have a conversation with me and she's screaming her head off in my ear. (laughs) And I'm like, do you think I can hear you right now? I would
1: just say that shows how well your neighbors know you. They know in light of everything, Edwards will stop and talk.
0: No, I didn't stop. I was walking and I'm just like... I can't hear you right now. And he's like motioning me to leave the bike. I'm like, I'm fine. It's not going to make me get home in more time carrying the bike. So like, I'm fine. Chill out, go back inside. Everything's all good. I do have to say to stop this very long, cold open. Sophia has been nothing less than a friggin' champ everywhere. I mean, that night she was crying for a good 30 minutes, but then kind of calmed down and like. She has a broken collarbone. We had to go to the ER. She stayed up until like one in the morning last night because she had to go get x-rays and all that kind of stuff and then come home and she couldn't get comfortable in the bed but she has been awesome like I expected her to be crying more and every once in a while there's like an eh, eh, but it's not sustained she's just being tough as nails I love her makes me love her even more she's totally my kid she is a Tough cookie. I'm just so proud of her.
1: Growing up, Edwards.
0: hello hello everyone my name is john edwards and with me as always is zeke baker and together we make the dad shrink of bourbon wherever you are whatever time it is thank you for making us a part of your day i am fresh from an orthopedics appointment what i will say to close out the cold open is you know so we go to the er we go to the after hours care then we go to the er last night and nobody had a sling After Hours Care didn't have a sling, ER didn't have a sling. Like, how does the freaking ER not have a sling? I called the orthopedics this morning and they go, well, you know, we normally get her in a, a week after the thing. I said, well, can we just get a sling? Like, she doesn't have anything for her her arm. I could go buy one, but, like, can we just get a sling? And then they go, oh, well, that changes things. She hasn't even got a sling or been immobilized or anything. Like, we'll see you this afternoon. So, I go in for the appointment today, and we're on our way home. And she goes, the doctor didn't do anything. And I was like, yeah, but you got a sling.
1: Yeah, the orthopedist was smart enough to get it paid out of that. I can't believe the ER didn't do that. I mean, A, it looks like, I mean... Optic-wise, it looks like they're providing care, but really, you think anybody asks what the sling costs at the ER? Uh-uh. You just get billed for it later. They just missed out at least 150, 200 bucks
0: easy. I know, and that thing's probably only worth
1: nineteen ninety nine. Oh, yeah. ER just missed out on a nice little chunk of change.
0: <laughs> yeah. How you doing? I mean, you know what's going on in my life. How are you?
1: You know, I'm hanging in, keeping my head above water, trying not to work too hard stay too busy you know the normal rigmarole strikes and gutters
0: now you already have that bottle open you're trying to get the paper off the bottom half of the neck too or
1: sometimes i have add moments and sometimes things bother me this happened to bother me and i want to take it off
0: i don't think it's add as much as it's ocd so you have the bottle of the 1783 which is what we are drinking the new 1783 small batch it has the it was, tab you pulled the tab off so that the top came off and then there's it's like a screw top it is a screw top but there was the the seal was on yeah, there. there was
1: plastic half came off half didn't the bottom half got on my nerves and if it was ocd i do that for every bottle which i don't so it's just this thing got on my damn nerves while i was listening to you ramble it was looking at me funny
0: a lot of people look at you funny. <laughs>
1: I know. I wish I could do that to half of them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so you're, you're doing okay. My friend.
1: Yeah. 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 You know, head above water.
0: Well, let's talk about this new 1783 small batch. So we got a letter and it is from our friend, Lauren Cherry, who is the communications manager at Evan Williams and Heaven Hill. And it says, dear friend of Evan Williams, enclosed you will find the new redesigned Evan Williams 1783 small batch featuring the bourbon at his original 90 proof in a new premium packaging. It's named after the year Evan Williams first opened his distillery on the bank. Of the Ohio River. The new premium package celebrates Kentucky Bourbon's first licensed endeavor. Evan Williams' 1783 small batch pays homage to some of the earliest years of licensed distilling in Kentucky and an important year for bourbon and the Commonwealth signature industry. So let me skip through the rest. It is a new proprietary glass bottle with the Evan Williams signature blown in across the top. 1783 is prominently displayed in gold foil across the top label. The face label also features expertly crafted in the gold foil treatment to emphasize the consistency of quality Evan Williams is known for. The enhanced packaging and proof align well with what consumers expect in a small batch bourbon today. So, this bridges the gap between the Evan Williams black label, which is 80 proof, and the white label, bottled in bond, which is 100 proof. This is crafted with Heaven Hill Distillery's traditional bourbon mash bill of 78% corn. 12% malted barley and ten percent rye. It also retains an extra age quality with this marriage of barrels aged six to eight years, providing a smooth, rich, and bold flavor. Six to eight year bourbon, ninety proof. This only comes in at nineteen ninety
1: nine. And you know, I couldn't tell you the last time I had, I guess, the black label, the eighty proof one. I mean, I'm not even sure if I maybe ever have more than once somewhere way back down the road. I'll get the the white label bottled and bond off and on sometimes Is just uh, you know kind of when you're rotating through your dailies. And it fits that space pretty good, I've always felt like, um, you know, for the price and the little bit of nuances you get there. And not to get ahead of myself, but how oh, damn, this thing has surprised me. I, I'll go ahead and say it.
0: Well, I normally use the black label or the green label to cook. That's the stuff I'm putting in, you know, my marinades and things like that, or my sauces. Again, it's charcoal filtered.
1: I don't think you can link charcoal filtering to charcoal mellowing. Or people in Lynchburg might lynch
0: you. <laughs> what I will say is I always use Evan Williams and Heaven Hill because the the regular Heaven Hill is charcoal mellowed as well or charcoal filtered. I always use that as the excuse when people say like, oh, well, Jack Daniels is Tennessee whiskey and not bourbon because it's charcoal mellowed. And it's like, well, guess what? Heaven Hill and Evan Williams are, too. And they're bourbon. Like it, the charcoal does not add anything and jeff arnett has come out on the record on our show saying that tennessee whiskey is a subset of bourbon it was on our instagram it was a live i did with him i know you weren't there i know you just kind of gave me the eyes like he said that yeah dad drinking bourbon did an interview with jeff arnett and he said tennessee whiskey is a subset of bourbon
1: oh yeah that's when you're at that thing with my cousin you didn't even say hello
0: i didn't even know your cousin was there i would have said hello
1: me either laughed at the fact (laughs) But no, I thought Heaven Hill, honestly, charcoal filtered a fair amount of stuff. But again, just to clarify, so the people in the backyard don't get mad at, at least me out of this situation. If you've been to Lynchburg, you've been to Jack, you see the charcoal mellowing and how it slowly matriculates down through an entire barrel full of charcoal. I would not equate that to charcoal filtering. I just want that on the record for my own sake so that they can send the letters to John, not me.
0: Listen, we're both Tennessee squires. And if you decide <laughs> (laughs) to do anything with the tennessee whiskey trail then you could talk about tennessee whiskey yes you've picked some jack daniels but the tennessee whiskey trail thinks that you are a freaking ghost so i will tell you that tennessee whiskey is tennessee whiskey because that's what tennessee wants it to be called and i am fully in favor of it that is a complete side note that we don't have to talk about tonight i want to talk about this 1783 small batch from evan williams in heaven hill What did you think about this whiskey, Zeke Baker?
1: I'm pretty damn impressed here. I was surprised. Nose-wise, the first thing that really came off to me was oak, almost kind of like a a hickory, chicory type, uh, you know, somewhere in there. Slightly deeper, really get a a nice composite of tannins and vanilla, vanillins, I guess if you want to call them. But it's a really good mingling of what should be coming out of you know, a well-aged product that came out of good oak. Very, very faint corn or any type of, you know, hint at youth at all. It it almost kind of reminds me, uh, you know, of just crisp slender cuts of firewood not kindling a little bit thicker than that but not you know your heavy big slow burners ones that pop get to cracking a little bit have you know some little like hairs almost that look like they come off of them and just the aroma you get because you know that wood just been dried out and it is just ready to burn moving across towards the palate i really thought it it seemed to follow the the same theme at first it really gave what i put down was a light peppering So kind of a peppery taster feel, but really there's more of a tingle. Again, that oak coming in there with a little bit of alcohol just lets you know it's there uh, behind that. I really thought this thickened up well, especially for a 90 proof. And I know that's normally more John's wheelhouse than mine as far as thinking or paying attention to it. But again, for you know a bottom to medium shelf 90 proofer that I included, and I think most other people probably look over a good bit, this had some damn good viscosity to it. There was just a slight bit of corn in the middle, but it wasn't in a bad way at all. If anything, it, it just reminded you that Hey, this is seventy-eight percent corn. What'd you expect here? And, and just kind of rounded off and gave it an extra little nice dimension as well. Moving towards the back end and finish, I really thought it held that kind of a you know pep in its step, so to speak, throughout the whole tasting, pretty well. And even with a little uh, you know chew in, working it around from side to side and whatnot, it holds its consistency. It maintains that viscosity and front to back. I felt like it delivered. I I, I can't really have a lot else to say in terms of notes, really.
0: So now that you took my mouthfeel, you jerk. I don't really have much to talk I didn't about. Use that word. You said viscosity. I didn't use that word. It is interchangeable. I, I really agree with your assessment. I don't- There's not much I can really throw in that is different. You know, it does have a fair amount of oak. It does have a good bit of vanilla. It has a good balance of everything. And I think the crazy thing about this one is if you get it on the shelf and you don't know it, you don't have this press release in front of you, you're just like, oh yeah, that's a really good $20 pour. And then you look at this press release and you're like, all right, well, it is a small batch of six to eight year barrels for 20 bucks and you think about what heaven hill could put six to eight year barrels out they're bottled in bond which is the seven year is a 45 five dollar bottle so you look at this it's like six to eight years it's a blend i tend to not hate on blends because it has a more consistent profile like yeah you could get a really money single barrel here and there but the small batch is going to give you the more consistent profile and you know that they're working on blending the the best blend they can this is 20 bucks like i'm just very impressed the taste is good it goes down easy it's not too thin of a mouthfeel it has enough body and boldness in it especially with that oak that you feel like you're drinking something that is worth more than 20 bucks. And I know I'm not really talking about like specific details in my assessment here. That's because I think my compadre over here did a very good job at doing that. I'm just very impressed with this release. Very impressed with the bottle redesign, you know, from a marketing standpoint, it's a home run from a whiskey standpoint. It's a home run. It's 20 bucks. If we were to ever say anything other than buy this, because you're going to go to a bar, the pour is going to be five to 10 bucks. Well, you're already spending half the bottle. Just go out and buy the damn bottle.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I laughed about because, I mean, full transparency, it's more oak than I necessarily care for most days i mean uh, i'm not that heavy into oak but this is is good for what it is for what it delivers um hint hint knock knock the folks that chase and and maybe find a couple of eagle rares here and there a year on a shelf granted i've had some that weren't oaky on the side but you know it's a 10-year product if you're looking for oak and a 90 proof by god this is gonna deliver and if anything it it kind of made me think you know i'm sure there's folks have been buying this stuff probably you know 30 or more years and that is look you know the guy in the shop's probably like can I help you? <laughs> no. Nope. Been buying the same one longer than you've been alive, son. Gonna keep doing it. Well, like this is why. I mean, you think about like, you know, an older bourbon drinker that is just sitting back, laid back, enjoying a couple of pours in the afternoon, evening, whatnot need a whole lot just needs a couple of pours this has got to be like the quintessential almost maybe
0: well and for the people that like an older tasting whiskey that has a little bit of oak in there this is going to be right near wheelhouse and i don't think it's too much oak it doesn't get to the point where it gets too dry for me it's no. just there's oak there it's definitely not too dry
1: no it's not too much by any means it's just surprising for a shelf drinker at that price point and that proof to kind of deliver that much of that kind of profile. I mean, I feel bad for overlooking it this long. Like, Well,
0: you know, it wasn't kind of 90 proof. This is this is redesigned and put out at 90 proof. So this is a oh. new deal.
1: Oh, FDR. Yeah. <laughs> I missed that part of the equation. I, I feel less bad. But what I was going to say is, you know, people that, you know, you want to stock the bar, you want a little bit of something for everybody, and you don't want to break the bank. Well, here's your 90 proof, oak forward, good old fashioned, straight bourbon, Kentucky whiskey. This is going to fill a niche that somebody's going to show up at your house and want one day. And when you show them what it is, they're probably going to laugh and be like, well, damn son, I'd never guess that.
0: And what I like about this is like, this is the utility player. You you think about somebody who's a receiver that could do running back and then can go ahead and surprise you and play defensive back. And then they're returning punts and kickoffs. I mean, that's what this is. If you want to put this in a cocktail, go ahead and put this in a cocktail. If you want to have it neat, go ahead and have it neat. If you want to put it with a big old ice cube, do that too. Like, And at 20 bucks, who the hell cares? Do whatever the hell you want to do with this bourbon. Stop overanalyzing it. Just drink the shit and enjoy it.
1: You're going to criticize me and how I'm drinking my $20 bottle? I got three letters for you. G-F-Y. <laughs>
0: I mean, seriously. Like, I I get it. If you know, and and I'm never gonna criticize somebody for how they drink. If they want to take Pappy 15 and put it in Jello shots, which is I know what a bar in Louisville does. Go ahead and do it. I know <laughs> that almost made Zeke spit out his drink. But you know, if if you want whatever you want to do, I don't care. Drink how you want to drink, drink what you want to drink. I know sometimes there are certain bottles though that somebody's like, Oh man, I wish you wouldn't put that B over ice. But like you can't complain when you have a twenty dollar whiskey. Like you can't complain. Yeah. If,
1: if, hey man, somebody just three-finger poured your bottle. Sweet. I got a case in the back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I got the case discount. So I got you know six of them <laughs> yeah. for 80 bucks.
1: I saved 10%, son. Smart man right here.
0: So anyways, no reason to belabor the point here. Go out, get this, enjoy it, have fun.
1: And before we check out while we're talking on go out and get something we'll we'll switch gears for a moment uh, at least for our local uh fellow bourbon consumers be on the lookouts and shelves hitting probably the next week or two there should be a uh, a blue note 17 year single barrel pick that john and i were were fortunate enough to pick it might even have a a pretty sticker with both our ugly faces on the back
0: Um, and i'm sitting down i am sitting down (laughs) just so you know
1: (laughs) Distribution will be limited. It is one barrel. So talk to your locals hit them up see if they're getting any i don't i don't think there's going to be an abundance obviously so uh keep your eyes peeled for those we just wanted to get a a little bit of promo in there for that as well
0: that was 20 cases for people that are wondering it is 20 cases it was a distro pick so it will be around nashville we also have a penelope pick which will be across stores in tennessee in knoxville nashville i'm not sure where else that is a pick that will be out as well it will, it's not a pick it's a Blend Zeke and I blended a Penelope.
1: Keep your eyes peeled. Might even be a barrel drop in the DDB group in the next week or so, too. Shit's going everywhere, John. I can't even keep up anymore.
0: Well, before we leave, we want to say thank you to Heaven Hill for sending us this bottle. We really enjoyed it. It is an awesome $20 bottle. They put an awesome set together as well. It had a couple of glasses in it, strainer, all sorts of good stuff. Some hand sanitizer, some Evan Williams hand sanitizer in there as well. Thank you, Heaven Hill. Go ahead and find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please leave an open and honest review like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. Zeke, where else can the folks find us?
1: Good old Nashville, Tennessee, or uh, you know, down there in Franklin, uh, growing up Edwards.
0: Yeah, you can find us at the hospital. Cheers.
1: <laughs> Ciao.